Well, hello, hello. It is Tuesday, October the 18th of 2016. My name is Nolan Kaler. And I'm Nicolene Klaassen-Weed. We are on the air with for Wittenberg Radio, CMU's most subscribed to podcast. As always, you can email us at wittenbergradio at gmail.com. Your comments, questions, listener concerns, column ideas, which we're still accepting, all of those things are acceptable at our Gmail address. We've got wittenbergradio.com is the place for past episodes. As well, we are on Facebook and Twitter at Wittenberg Radio. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Cool. How are you doing, Nicolene? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm a little bit zonked still. I saw Kanye West about, well, six days ago, and I'm still coming down. (laughs) Still coming down. It was Wow. What was that experience like? It was really bizarre. Hmm. First of all, I should probably explain that I am almost a Kanye West apologist, but not quite. (laughs) Apologist. Like, I love Kanye. I really mm-hmm, do love mm-hmm. Kanye West, and I think he's brilliant, and I think he's an amazing musician. That said, I went to the concert on Wednesday here at the MTS Center, and it felt like he was just teasing his audience for an hour and a half. Ugh. It was really, really bizarre. Yeah. It was an amazing show, and he did like lots of really amazing things. Like, I mean, first of all, the fact that he has this floating stage that he had. So context i was sitting way up in the in the bleeds because 60 bucks right (laughs) and um and there was a whole crowd on the ice surface at the mts center Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. there was this floating stage that kanye stood on and it went all over like and it moved it moved all over the uh like the ice surface amazing which was incredible to watch as as a sheer feat of whatever pyrotechnics or whatever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or like stagecraft it was really amazing to watch but you couldn't really see him. Hmm. Um, the entire MTS center was filled filled with fog, okay. and like and, and like they were filling it with fog as we were walking in. Yep, yep. For the start of the for the start of the concert, he was an hour late starting. Um, so you know that's always going to work against you. Um, and by that point, it was pretty full of smoke, and this floating stage that I mentioned had lights on the bottom of the stage, okay. so you could see everybody underneath Kanye dancing and having this amazing time and somewhere above them was this larger than life looming specter who just kind (laughs) of gleared at everybody for an hour and a half and (laughs) and like held up his microphone and made the audience sing lines we probably sang a good third of the concert just because like if you're a kanye fan you're in this for the hall and Mm. you know the words Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so there's that so that was a huge part of it and like he played some like he played some of his older hits which i really appreciated songs like can't tell me nothing or uh what was the other one that was really really awesome blood on the leaves that's like my favorite favorite probably my favorite kind of song is blood on the leaves um it's it's really crazy it samples this amazing song by billy holiday called strange fruit and it talks about it which it's it's just the most haunting piece of music you will ever hear it's about uh being african-american in the south in the 30s and seeing these Mm. strange fruit hanging from the poplar Mm. trees wow strange fruit being yeah yeah anyway it's 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 a crazy it's a crazy powerful song and it's and like the raw energy of kanye is 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 present was present throughout the entire show and it was it was insane that said he didn't really talk to anybody he didn't really say anything he just kind of went through the motions of his show yeah which was amazing but then he went off the stage after an hour and a half and no encore and, huh. and just kind of got the heck out of Winnipeg as fast as he could. <laughs> Did his own thing. 
and t-shirts okay and i was gonna i went in there like okay well, i'm probably gonna buy some kind of a merch thing out of this right because <laughs> you know swag. it's probably what was the last when is the next time kanye west is gonna be in winnipeg so i went to look at the merch table cheapest thing there was a 50 dollar crappy hat Oh my. T-shirts were 60, 70 bucks. <gasps> Hoodies, 130. Like, oh my goodness. And they weren't even, like, they had this tiny little logo. It's at St. Pablo on the center. And it that was is crazy. No, it was not worth my money. So I, so now I have no, <gasps> I have no memories on here except <laughs> I have no mementos, save for the memories I have of singing at the top of my lungs to all the Kanye songs that I knew. And it, being in the presence of such raw, like, social power like love him or hate him Kanye has a lot of pull in mm-hmm. culture yeah. and being in the presence of, of that sort of charisma mm-hmm. borderline narcissism was something <laughs> that was insane anyway that was this is why I'm still a little bit soft do, coming into yeah I think I need to do my today. research on uh, Kanye I don't really know much about well allow Kanye me to also well, let me send you some songs after okay. after, we, after we take this episode but we have a song that is not Kanye from you first yeah. Would you mind in doing the honors, Nicolene, of I w- introducing this track? <laughs> I would love to. Um, today we are going to play um, U-Turn by Tegan and Sarah. Uh, this is a song off their uh, new record, um, Love You to Death, which came out this summer. Um, and they were actually here for a concert in September. Wish I had gone, but I didn't. Um and they are a Canadian group, if you didn't know, so that's pretty fun. And they are just awesome powerhouses. So, yeah, this is a new song, U-Turn, and uh, we're going to play it here on Wittenberg Radio. Let's hit it.
there you have it. U-Turn by Tegan and Sarah. Awesome song, hey? Good. I hit. got to see them. I remember watching them live. Um, what did I I went to see the Junos when they were here in Winnipeg in 2014. Like, like nice. Touching the stage. They were yeah. such, such an electric presence, and they were just and they were heavily rewarded that night, as they should be. Yeah. And they were like, and they could not believe, what would they say? If you had told us that two queer kids from Calgary could be up here and doing all this... <laughs> then we would have smacked you upside the head or something like it was something incredibly funny <laughs> yeah Spe- speaking of speaking of hey uh, look at the, i know the segues right <laughs> speaking of the speaking of queer we've got a fascinating conversation today and uh, our guests now join us here in studio i'm going to read through the intro for these guys and uh see what they think maybe they're just going to correct me as i go along here so one of the lesser known groups here on campus is CMQ. Now what is CMQ? Well, it stands for Canadian Mennonite Queer. It says the nods I'm getting here are good nods of affirmation. Uh, this group is an LGBTQ asterisk support group for anyone questioning their sexuality here on campus. The group is beginning a resurgence this year after having uh, faded somewhat over the last uh, couple of years. Uh, we've got new leadership at the helm here as well the uh i believe they're coining themselves the hydra leadership <laughs> team <laughs> tegan willick is a third year psychology student and louisa hofer a fourth year social sciences student they have taken on the challenge of the new cmq they are here to tell us all about it here in studio hello hello hi <laughs> <laughs> okay so first things first i hear there is our there are movie nights being planned in this group that's that's the dream yeah because really the the gayest thing I can think of is being like a high school student, kind of trying to figure yourself out and just going through all of Netflix's <laughs> gay and lesbian movie section. <laughs> or maybe that was just me. Is that Too much Xena Warrior Princess? Louisa? Was that just my experience? Xena Warrior yeah. Xena Warrior Princess. That's that's what we should be watching. That's classic. I, that's like I middle shared, aged I shared a Netflix account with my family and it was still oh. closeted at that point. So no no exploration via Netflix for me. Mm. That's what outed me to my family. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, literally, Xena Warrior Princess recently watched on Netflix. <laughs> I just had to have that conversation. <laughs> It was, yeah. that was that was only my one yeah. brother, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, planning planning at a minimum at this point. Um, hopefully some movies, but we'll see what people are comfortable with. See what we sure. don't. Have, we're having our first meeting today, so we don't even know who's coming, what what they need, what they're looking for out of it. So we just want it to be something that people can come and feel safe and yeah, maybe sure. Yeah. Just having yeah. that kind of that kind of a safe space. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds. Uh, I, Xena Warrior Princess. All right, now I, <laughs> now I know. Now I know. What can you tell us about how a CMQ initially got started? Before you guys were involved, before CMQ became this fixture on campus, what do you guys know about how the, the origins of this group here at CMU? Practically nothing. Yeah, practically. Like to be honest, I yeah, I never have attended CMQ. Um, I've heard just from talking to some other folks you know, the distant legends of, of former manifestations mm. of CMQ, but um, I haven't actually heard a lot or participated in it just because my early years were very much still figuring things out and not even really being ready for that. Mm. So, sure, yeah, I'm just interested to see what this new era of CMQ will look like more so. I did go to yeah. a couple meetings in my first year. Oh, okay. Um, Do tell, Tegan. <laughs> they were, I think we only had about two meetups. It was just sort of, um, it was good. And it was a very 
diverse group of people, but it was a small group of people, and it was uh, hard to get the interest out there because I think there was a lot of concern about being like a, a safe space. So it's so hard to find that balance, right, between um, being able to be an open and safe space for people who were closeted and not ready to come out, and yet still getting people involved and interested. So sure. Mm-hmm. Sure, that and yeah, that makes complete sense because th- there is that kind of tight lo- tightrope that you have to walk yeah. if you're running this kind of thing on campus, especially as, if, as we talk later, I'll bring up uh, a relationship with the church that CMU has versus some, the existence of something like this on campus. So when, what made you two as leaders, I'll, I'll pose this question to you both individually, um, what made you two as leaders uh, want to take on the role of leadership in CMQ? Tegan, we'll, we'll start with you. What made you want to... What made you want to be a leader on this in this capacity? Um, I'm not really sure. I guess I just I was sort of the first one amongst like a group of friends I had to um, be out. I guess uh, I did a couple of years of random stuff after high school, so I was a little bit older coming in. So I was like out the first part of my first year, and so I. Like I didn't know anyone else who was who was queer. Um, I just kind of came in and I, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I was I was very scared. I had been in environments before, like lived and worked in environments where, I they were Christian and I had to be closeted, and that was just otherwise I could have lost my job. Um, and so coming to CMU, I was so scared. Um, and then I came out, and it was not really a big deal at all um and then other people started coming out or i met other people who had come out and uh i just felt like it was important to keep that going to keep this sense that it's okay to uh be here and queer be here. <laughs> We're here. Wow. We're we should probably do something with that yeah. slogan. Be I'm sure here. no one's sure. ever <laughs> thought of that one. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. No, we'll get good. some we'll get some t-shirts made. Yeah. So it's just sort of like the motivation to say this is all right. You know, it's not a leadership thing. It's just getting people together who I mean want to have that support and that community cuz really, you know, everyone needs more gay friends. And when yeah. you're, Con- yeah, concur. When you are like, you think you, it, sometimes it feels like you're the only one. Hmm. Um, and so as soon as you see another person who's like queer or uh, gender queer, it's just immediately it's like you don't know how to approach them, or you don't know if they're actually uh, queer. But it's just you just want friends. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm lonely. That's why I'm here. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Final answer. <laughs> boil it. Boil it yeah. down nicely yeah. right at the end there. How about for you, Louisa? Why? What, 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 <laughs> How about for uh, you, Louisa? What what drew, what drew well, you to be in I, this capacity? First of all, I wanted CMQ to exist. Like talking last year, I think it uh, it just we were there's a few of us. Like once once we'd uh, you know found found some other folks, we kind of got to talking um, and sort of you discussing like oh there there needs to be a CMQ, there needs to be a resurgence and. Um, you know, I was already doing Peace and Sus and a bunch of other leadership things, so why not, you know, also <laughs> volunteer why not? to try to, you know, get a resurgence of CMQ going. But yeah, again, it it was just um, wanting to be someone who would send a couple emails just to try to get people together. I'm not sure what leadership for CMQ means when we're just hopefully going to be 
seeing something almost co-formed, like something that, um, hmm. you know, other people might have voice into what it's going to look like. But I'm just, you know, happy to be here as someone who is now more comfortable um, being here and being queer um, <laughs> <laughs> after realizing that that has been a really, really good thing here and the first Christian environment that that's been possible. So I just think that CMQ could continue to be a place of conversation that could, yeah, help folks who are younger and coming into CMU and not knowing what's going on with their bodies and their minds and stuff like mm. that so <laughs> sure yeah absolutely um you mentioned a couple of times now both of you that the, that cmu has provided this sort of that it has been a christian environment that you that has been safe in and st and stereotypically uh christian environments <laughs> maybe not necessarily mm -hmm. so much um what has been the institutional support behind cmq like has it been staff reactions are you is there any sort of staff like, I've had staff ask to ask if it would be possible if they could join it. So, yeah, there's there's someone who like sent me an email <laughs> and was like, "Oh, liked your benediction in the in the doxa, which this this month was actually rainbow themed." Yes. And asked like, "Oh, we also saw the article that Tegan wrote about CMQ. Like, is that something that staff can join?" And yeah, we're still going to figure that out. But that's the only staff response I've heard. Uh, no. So far. Oh, what, MPK. What about you? MPK. Oh, MPK. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, you talk to MPK, <laughs> please. Uh, yeah. MPK was the first one who actually approached me, uh, or one of the first people who approached me about um, getting CMQ going again. And since we've had a lot of chats, she's always the one we send our student all emails through. Mm, um, yes. And she's talked about how she doesn't want us to feel like we're alone in doing this, how she wants to offer uh, support if we wanted to bring in speakers, if we wanted to host events. Oh. Right? Yeah, Isn't that awesome. crazy? Like, that blew my mind. Of course, it's NPK, right? Like, well, it's my right. life yeah. goal. If you find someone who loves you like NPK loves you, yeah. you know that. You are, true. you are, you're set. You are set. <laughs> That's, uh, well, awesome. I'm, glad, I'm really glad to hear about that. Yeah. One uh, important aspect of this group, um, and I'm quoting from uh, the email that uh, was sent to student all, I believe now, or the student council. I'm, Sometimes I just don't read my emails very well. Uh, <laughs> well, and even in the even in the in the in your article in the Doxa, we're talking about a safe, anonymous environment, open to uh, anyone who may be questioning their sexual or gender identity, as well as those who are already out of the closet. I, um, how do you go about creating a space for an anonymity in in something like this? Just basically the idea that you coming here and um, you know coming into this room and in that your name is not going to be spread around. Like I already I, know of, like we had a brief meeting last year and I already know of a few people who came to that meeting who knew a couple of us, but definitely were not widely out. And just knowing that anything you say or even your identity isn't going to be spread around because all of us understand that that's a pretty scary and mm -hmm. vulnerable thing at first. So just trying to make Sure. That space anonymous if we can. Yeah, absolutely. Some people need that. Some people really don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I really don't. Yeah, we actually were only picked for leadership because we're the most likely to wear toques inside. So it's like, there was no point trying to hide it. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that was, that's, that's yeah. it's a good point of clarification because I, yeah. when I read that, I was just curious about what that meant, but just not saying. What happens hey, at who? gay club stays at gay, gay club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First rule. Right, absolutely. Um, 
Right, and it, it was just a question of definition, at least for myself, that I was like, well, how how can they show up to this group and then be anonymous? But it's not. It's just not telling it's, people that who is. I mean, they could wear a Guy Fox mask, yeah, if they wanted. If they wanted to. But it's more so just no one's gonna get outed. It doesn't mean you have to come out. Yeah. Right. There's still yeah. like, but I think what's important to note is that even though there's anonymity, but not beyond the room, that I think that there is a huge first step of vulnerability even coming to something mm -hmm. like that, like. That in some sense you're not like you're not really anonymous when you come into the meeting it's more that you're anonymous when you leave the meeting I so i don't know that can be kind of scary to some people to take that step to come i mean i didn't i didn't come right for my first two years because i just wasn't ready you so. should have they had really good cookies <laughs> okay well like yeah. the chocolate covered biscuits mm. <laughs> nah <laughs> yeah. This place is sounding up more and more amazing all the uh, time. We don't have chocolate biscuits. Well, we uh, you're, adding, uh, you're adding something to my long list of regrets here. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the other another uh, interesting aspect about CMQ is straight allies are not invited to these CMQ gatherings. Understandable, of course. <laughs> um, what would be the group's ideal relationship with with straight allies, or is there one? Well, that's kind of what we're looking into this year because there hasn't, uh, in recent um, iterations of CMQ, been very much of a um, CMQ ally relationship, um, which is understandable. There are a lot of people in, uh, or I think less people who are in out positions, um, from what I understand. So uh, now we have a few more people who are out, um, and we're sort of in a position to have, we don't want, I mean, there's a meeting, those original meetings that we're having right now still have to stay uh, queer only for those who aren't out. But then we want to branch out and maybe have some events where mm -hmm. anyone's welcome. Um, watch, you know, some Z topical Warrior. movies. Yeah. <gasps> okay. <laughs> New plan. <laughs> no, but maybe not Xena Warrior Princess. That might just be me. Um, and middle-aged <laughs> lesbians. <laughs> but it's too... Two from the 90s. Um, but to have, you know, speakers or forums or movie nights where everyone's welcome. And you don't have to say if you're queer, you don't have to say if you're straight, but anyone's involved, generate mm -hmm. some discussion. Um, because it is important to have affirmation. And CMU is a place where people can get that. And, I mean, maybe not everyone's in the position of affirming, but I've never been told you can't be gay and a Christian, which I think is just the biggest step. Mm -hmm. Just also a note of clarification about that too is um, one thing, one question that was asked is like, oh, if you can't have allies, you know, because often I feel like people's first steps to be able to recognize that for themselves is saying I'm an ally so that I can kind of sneak into these events and like see what's going on um, and stuff like that. So then you don't have to make that huge declaration. But sure. also with CMQ, we just want to make it clear that even if you're like questioning, mm -hmm. like you don't like please like if you're not comfortable or sure or even you just have even a dwindling question about what's going on in your life, like please come. Like you do not, yeah, that's not something that's needs to be measured or mm -hmm. even qualified. Like we, what we're just trying to ensure is that that safe space is kept so that you don't have this huge influx of allies or even people who like might be on the verge of ally but not quite allied mm -hmm. so yeah 
Um, we mentioned this briefly off the top that uh, CMU is largely supported by by two church bodies, um, mm. and I think both church, I think both uh, Mennonite Brethren churches and and MC Canada churches have we've seen some pretty tumultuous uh, times in both of these uh, in both of these institutions over the last I don't know a couple of years or so as we continue to and churches have have left have left larger church bodies as a result of this. Uh, as a result of this issue, uh, issues maybe a interesting word that I would have not used had I edited myself properly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like over, yeah, over, over, over same-sex marriage and stuff like that. Churches have have splintered off. So um, I'm curious to know that the tightrope that you is there is some sort of tension that you guys feel operating CMQ at, at a church body um, as a like in light of of church support being what it is or has there been any sort of pushback i i'm i'm not mennonite i i don't attend mennonite churches i, I don't think i've ever been to a mennonite church actually it's an oversight on my point they've cut they have biscuits there too you know <laughs> what um people have been uh trying to uh, get me to hope mennonite apparently that's oh. basically as close Classic. as you can get to uh oh. to gay church in the mennonite um denomination hmm. but like so personally i don't feel that tension are you Mennonite, Louisa? I should probably know this. Well, I'm, like, ethnically ex-Hutterite and, like, been attending Mennonite churches and stuff, but I didn't grow up in that, mm. sure. for sure. But I think, I mean, you even, you see it in the, the BFC that now they're sort of, they're, I, don't, I don't know about the MB church as much. I've talked more to MC Canada sure. folks, but just, like, there's just the idea that they're, leaving that space right that's even in in the language of what they're trying to allow to happen and i think cmu as an institution um has allowed for that space to happen um yeah i'm not i'm not sure well especially i'm i'm interested to see what the release of the doxa what they're what what sort mm -hmm. of things will be happening there and, and maybe the presence of a group like cmq even though we're not like we're not widely advertising ourselves or anything like that we're not trying to you know force the gay agenda on anyone we're just <laughs> trying to like you know here's a space that that people can come so right i'm not sh i'm not sure what okay what that looks like in in regards to being connected to churches or if we'll be hearing anything about that but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it sure i i've dealt with stuff like that before in my own church so yeah we'll just yeah, yeah hope that we can figure that out Absolutely. so get there. yeah basically the goal is to uh subtly infiltrate the institution uh <laughs> starting at its <laughs> sorry guys roots and then moving all right, the way up right through yeah. no. until, we, until there is a until there's a big gigantic queue on marpet commons no. <laughs> until the pope is gay we will not stop <laughs> oh gosh Oh, is that a stretch? Come on. I mean, no, Desmond Tutu's daughter is gay, so. Eh? Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, All and right. he's been, like, super supportive, so. Good. Uh, what sort of things can, if you, if you were to say to someone, you sort of already actually addressed this, but if you were to say to someone from maybe an outside entity like the church or someone here on uh, Student Body who may not understand why a group like CMQ exists, or feel like it infringes on some sort of value that they hold coming to a Christian university. What would you, what would you say, what would you say to someone like that? Not 
not to put this in an argumentative fashion, but why, I guess what I'm asking is what, what am I asking? Why is it important for uh, something like this to exist in a place that traditionally like doesn't hold the values? Does that make, does that make sense, Nicolene? I'm looking at my sensor here. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Okay. What better place for it, for it to exist, right? Because I think the ten, I feel like the way that church and um, being queer has gone in the past that it either means um, secrecy or separation. And here we have a unique opportunity to try to figure out together what does it mean to be queer and Christian. Um, and why, yeah, why wouldn't you want those conversations to be happening here at CMU? Um, regardless of you know it's and and figuring that out in a in a place where it's not a space of debate it's not a place mm. of black and white it's just figuring out how do we how do we su support each other mm -hmm. um, so I yeah I also want to make it clear you don't need to be completely and unapologetically queer and okay with that to come to CMQ if you're like still like wrestling with that and don't know how the hell does this fit with my faith this doesn't yeah like that's something that's pretty recent in some of our, our minds who are going to be attending CMQ, or even some people might still be in the midst of that. So, mm. yeah, I would say that, you know, what better place for that to happen than here? What better place indeed. Yeah. <laughs> this was so awesome to have you guys coming in and chatting with us about CMQ. If people are interested in being involved, how can they be in contact for more information? Look for a beanie. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can email. Or a plaid. <laughs> oh, yeah, or a plaid shirt. Uh, I only have one plaid shirt. Xena cosplayer Ooh. walking down the hall. <laughs> yeah. um, there, there have been uh, CMQ emails circulating throughout your student emails, though you may not normally want to read those. Check it out because um, mine and Tegan e emails are in there. If you need to just talk one-on-one, -on -one, if you're not ready to come to CMQ, um, or if you're interested in knowing what's going on with CMQ, contact either of us. Our emails are also in that recent issue of the Doxa that's floating around, lounges yeah. and... Sure. Yeah. Do you want our emails now? We can say I'd love them. Okay. Great. Go for it. Uh, mine would be teganw at sasktel.net. <laughs> sasktel <laughs> is a wonderful crown corporation. <laughs> Do not get at me. <laughs> 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 um, and mine, I'll just give my student one because that's sure. fine. Mine is uh, Hofer Low, H O F E R L O, at student.cmu.ca. Awesome. You Thank you so much for coming in. Tegan Willock, a third year psychology student here at CMU. Louisa Hofer, fourth year social sciences student. They are the Hydra leadership team <laughs> of, <laughs> of CMQ. Look so for much it. Oh, and we're gonna get we're gonna get a song from you guys. Um, we were talking a little bit before before we started taping, Louisa, about um, wild about things. A song of so pride. A song of pride. My guilty pleasure. Um, my guilty pleasure summer song. Um, about that. Yeah, that actually helped me kind of vent through issues of church and queerness with my church this summer. So that was helpful for me. Wild things. Let's Take spin it. Care. Wild things, Alicia Cara. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
Things from Alessia Cara here on Wittenberg Radio. So great from Louisa Hofer, her and Tegan Willick making up the two not leaders, as they say, but facilitators of CMQ this year on campus. So so great to have that. We'll be posting their uh, email addresses as they mentioned at the end of that uh, conversation mm-hmm. in our uh, the description of this episode. So you'll have the resources there to be able to get in contact with them if you have any questions about CMQ. They are so cool. They are so cool. So cool. They're awesome. so they're yeah they that was they were chill very they fun were, and they're they're fun, that's the thing this isn't like this isn't like a serious this isn't like a serious let's discuss like at the end there we were talking about like how the hell did can we recon do they reconcile being in the church and being gay, mm-hmm. but it's for the most part it's just people getting together and just and just talking just having that dialogic conversation that's mm-hmm. probably and the, hanging out and, and hanging out that's just the most important part of this 
of this whole process, which is, it, it's wonderful to see that that's being facilitated. Yeah. So upcoming events. Upcoming events, yeah. Apparently, it's the biggest weekend in uh, Blazer Sports history. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, apparently, very busy weekend. All our teams play home games this weekend. Um, so you guys need to all come out and show your support. Uh, get that cheering on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Friday, October 21st, um, basketball teams play here at CMU, Lowen Athletic Center. Women's at 6 p.m., men's at 8 p.m. Uh, then Saturday, October 22nd, um, women's soccer plays at 12 p.m. at the uh, Ralph Cantafio Soccer Complex on Waverly and men's at 2 p.m. And then volleyball, women's at 6 p.m. and men at 7.30 p.m. here at the Lowen Center again. And then Sunday, October 23rd, uh, women's soccer at 11 a.m. and men at 1.15 p.m. at the Waverly Complex again. Uh, this, is, this is the final home game for a number of Bla- Blazers outdoor soccer um members so come out and support um get wear green wear gold find those uh bottles full of pennies yes and come cheer it's gonna be awesome absolutely it will be so also happening on campus this week the amnesty international information table will be outside the chapel from uh well today tuesday till friday this week come find out about this uh, human rights organization write a letter or a postcard on behalf of uh, a prisoner a prisoner of conscience this is being run by the uh, peace and sustainability committee as well as sue Sorensen. amazing that's a that's a really neat endeavor Mm -hmm. i'm I'm looking forward to seeing what uh i'll I'll be writing a postcard yeah totally encourage you all to do the same uh if you're looking for uh an opportunity for worship on campus cmu vespers taking place uh the third every third sunday of the month seven to eight o'clock in the law dot on north campus and uh, there'll be a choir that you can be a part of there. The, it's, so it's, 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 a, it's a really beautiful evening of worship. It, and it's right here on campus if you don't feel like busting out to St. Benedict's Table or to um, or mm-hmm. biking in the early morning rain to Hope Mennonite, for instance, <laughs> as we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, so Some lunch events that are going ooh. on. Um, Wednesday, uh, we're having, there's part one of a safe and healthy community conversations i believe put on my student life but i'm not sure um and this part one will be uh discussing sexual harassment so that's in the chapel on wednesday from 12 to 12 50 and also on thursday at lunchtime as a spiritual growth workshop on sacred reading with uh, spiritual director wilma weens so come out to those things if you want something to do at lunch awesome um, and not only is this a busy weekend for sports, but it is also a busy weekend for music. Uh, the choirs are all joining together and singing in the Winnipeg Symphony Orchestra's uh, concert of uh, Ravel's Daf- Daphne et Chloé. Well done. <laughs> French. Well done. <laughs> um, and yeah, this is part of the impression uh, Impressionist Festival that the symphony is putting on. So. Um, we're singing that on the 21st and the 22nd mm. uh, concerts are at 8 o'clock, I believe. It's very much, for those of you uh, Disney fans really into like Fantasia and stuff like that, this mm. is a very, this is very much in, in the realm of Fantasia. You can see that live at Centennial Concert Hall. It's going to be a, it's going to be a really good one. Yeah. I think that's going to do it for the show this week. So, reminder, you can catch us on Facebook. We are at Wittenberg Radio there, at Wittenberg Radio on Twitter as well. Do go and check that out. We've got WittenbergRadio at gmail.com as the place to send your comments, questions, lists, or concerns. Uh, call them ideas. We're still accepting, of course. 
So do yeah. absolutely. We'll we'll hear from you on that front. Winbergradio.com is the place for past episodes, and we've got uh, you can subscribe us on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. So until next week, my name is Nolan Taylor, and I'm Nicolene Clausen Weeb, and we will see you then. Wittenberg Radio is a production of CMU Student Council. The views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are not necessarily those of CMU Student Council. 